Hello everyone, welcome back to the Spirituality and Magic Podcast. I'm your host once again, Hunter Salazar. And really, this is going to be the first episode of really a series that's going to go further into this season and then the next season. So basically, I'm going to be metaphysically interpreting the Bible. And yeah, I, I do have the King James, King James Bible, and we're going to start at Genesis. Uh, my plan is to move forward through Genesis and just do one page at a time. But honestly, I might skip some pages depending on depending on time, depending on constraint. Um, but I do want to start off um, in the first book of Moses called Genesis. So uh, these are my metaphysical inter- interpretations and my commentary on what is written here. I will read the uh, the verses. I'll read the uh, I'll read the sections, and then I'll give a uh, I'll give a uh, interpretation that is inspired within myself, but also from learning very much about the multiverse and different spiritual systems and different religions. So let's go ahead and start with uh, chapter one. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Okay, so right off the bat, the beginning, uh, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So there was a certain state that God was at that he could create. Um, but since God was only, there was the only thing that was was God, You'd have to think that, okay, well, even that which is created is God. Uh, creating the heaven and the earth, so you have a higher a higher manifestation of consciousness and a lower one. But ultimately, both are lower than the source itself. And uh, and the earth was without form so, and void. So when we think of the void, it's basically the, the space that God created in order to fill... Uh, with either planetary bodies, uh, beings, or understanding. So the void exists as a canvas, and that canvas is to be written upon, to be painted upon, to be uh, maneuvered upon so that uh, other other delineations of creation can be manifested. Um, and it says, And darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So darkness upon the face of the deep. We get into the uh, we get into the deeper um, subconscious of the source. Um, darkness was there; there was no purpose. But then, the complete unity of the source and God was created um, that upon the waters. So let's move forward. And God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. Uh, so God created light. Um, it not only lighted the, the depths of God, the subconscious of God, but also the creation of God. The, the creation of God is the conscious of God, the consciousness of God. The subconscious is that which the forces come from. So uh, he basically created the light in order to um, identify various sections of manifestation. And God saw the light, and it was good. <laughs> so God saw the light, the light that he created and uh, that which was lit and uh, decided that this was the right action to take. Uh, and God divided the light from the darkness. So God dividing light from the darkness, um, that has to do with, okay, you know, in, my, in myself there was this turning darkness that turns 
the, the and darkness doesn't necessarily mean evil. It's this is this turning darkness. This uh, this deep consciousness turning and turning and turning, and um, the reason why God separated the light from the darkness is that the darkness was before, and the light was upon. So the light illuminated everything that was before, and everything was revealed ultimately. So let's con continue further. Um, actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and get a word from our sponsor. All right, we are back, everyone. Let's continue on with the interpretation. And uh, at this rate, it'll take us about decades in order to interpret every line in the Bible. So uh, I might be skipping over at some points, but I will definitely let you know if I do so. Um, right now, I think I'll read a few, uh, a few lines and uh, just go into the next without interpreting them. Um, at any rate, let's go ahead and go in further into uh, the first book of Moses. So, uh, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the mornings were the first, were the first day. So, basically, he's, he's setting out these, uh, the, these cycles. He's setting out, you know, what is considered um, something that is lit, what is considered something that is dark, and how does it cooperate with creation. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. The waters from the waters. So we're talking about different levels of consciousness when we think about waters from waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters, which were under the firmament, from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. So things that were above the firmament, those are in the conscious mind. We're not going into the subconscious anymore. There, there's a there's a delineation from that which is um, within to that which is created. And God called the firmament heaven. And the evening and the morning were the second day. So the firmament is heaven. Uh, that's clearly stated. And uh, it's also kind of, uh, you know, hashing out the order of the universe right or you know right on uh and god said let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear and it was so so basically he's bringing into creation um something that manifests on this planet earth and god called the dry land earth I didn't even read that. I didn't read that beforehand, but uh, uh, that was a good good interpretation because it says that directly afterwards. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called the seas, and God saw that it was good. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, an herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. So when we come about when, you know, we constantly come on the thing that, okay, yeah, God saw that it was good. Um, I think... I usually interpret that as being God saw that it worked. <laughs> and um, But it's not necessarily God didn't think it was going to work. God, God knows everything. So really it's us interpreting and uh, understanding that um, 
it's te- God is telling us, yes, this is good. This is how things work. And it really worked out even from the beginning. It's more of a message to us than it is that God, um, you know, produced something and then saw it was good after because God is omnipotent, omniscient. He knew it would work. Um, okay, so we got the earth and the grass and the herb. The grass brought brought forth, uh, and the earth brought forth grass. Uh, and the evening and the morning were the third day. So we get the idea that, you know, the evening and the morning being the third day, that means that he's trying to establish time and certain relationship to time, how we understand it now. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let there be four, uh, four signs and four seasons and four days and years. Once again, hashing out a timeline, how things are going to be seasons and how, how time is going to pass. And let there be for the lights, uh, for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. So basically heaven is, act, is influencing earth where we live. It's allowing us, it's having its uh, positive influence upon us. 16. And God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. Okay, so we're talking about different levels of light, different levels of awareness, different levels of consciousness. Uh, and he made the stars also, uh, which is far, which is kind of establishing the universe. Uh, 18. And to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness, God saw that it was good. So he... You know, in this, we're kind of taking up the human form of, okay, yeah, he's he's like us. He's like, okay, let me try this. Oh, it worked. That's great. And then he continues on. But really, it's it's more of us anthropomorphizing God, even an ideology, because God already knew what was going to happen, uh, being the state of consciousness that he is, uh, complete and utter pure consciousness. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. Uh, when it's talking about heaven here, it's talking about sky. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth, uh, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind. And every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth a living creature after his kind, cattle and, and creeping thing. And beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind. And cattle after their kind. And everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. So when we're talking about animals and um, their various their various stations. Their various stations along the, uh, you know, the food chain. Basically he's establishing how animals exist in relation to plants and how, and then starting how we, how we 
connect to animals, what we can use them for, their purpose, their place, their their place in the multiverse, in this case, their place on Earth, and uh, allowing them to... Um... Now, when it comes to consciousness, a lot of the time when it comes to uh, the consciousness of a demon or a, a beast in, in the Bible, it goes down to, you know, we have this bestial slash demonic nature that we can embrace, or we can embrace something that raises us higher into the heavens. So that's something that will come at some point. Um, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and even, and, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So, uh, when God, you know, when God says of our kind, the angels and God himself, we're talking about the, uh, the star, uh, when you, you know, you can draw a star, it's the, uh, the five pointed star. And upright. So God doesn't anthropomorphize himself to seem human, and angels only do so to communicate with us. So the reason why we have the five-pointed star is to show that, you know, the idea that God created us in his image is a five-pointed star because it's it's extending into infinity. It doesn't have a limit. It's extending outward and upward in consciousness and energy forever and ever. So Creating us in that image, in the image of the angels just a little bit before us, um, we find that our innate nature is to expand towards the infinite. And, our, and the nature that is to, uh, to befall, to fall down, is, an, is, a, is a star that's upside down. And you know you have a counterbalance and then you have the balance. Um, you have manifestation and the corruption of manifestation. But both serve their purpose. So uh, let's continue on. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he then, he them. And God blessed them. And God said upon them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Oof, subdue it. Uh, I usually like to think of us as shepherds of the world, not the subduers at any rate. And have domain over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing, and moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in, the, in which is a fruit of tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat. Okay, if you're going to think about this as a vegan or vegetarian, it's like, yeah, we should be eating that. Why are we eating other things? We can be shepherds of other things and, and manufacture dairy goods. At any rate, um, and to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and everything that creepeth upon the earth, therein, uh, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the, one second here, these are very flimsy pages, and he, and, um, evening and the morning were the sixth day. Okay, so every time he does something, it seems like there's a, there's another, you know, day and night cycle. Basically, that means it wasn't necessary, so when it comes to the days of God, um, in, in, in enacting these things, it really means that there's cycles that will repeat again and again and again. 
especially on levels of consciousness. So that's something that we're going to dive into in the future. So <laughs> this whole podcast was just basically page one of Genesis. At any rate, uh, you know, I, I plan on continuing this for a long time. Um, I don't know if I'll skip ahead. I'll probably skip ahead because doing this for every single page would be... I mean, I would be okay with it, but I think that a lot of people want to hear other things from me. At any rate, thank you very much for listening to this uh, this first episode of uh, you know metaphysically interpreting the Bible. I hope that uh, you know it was something that benefited you. If you liked it, feel free to share it. If you feel free to share this podcast wherever you want, feel free to contact me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash hunter.salazar. Message me, say, hey, I really like you doing this, or maybe I don't like you doing this, or perhaps, hey, can you cover this part of the Bible? I'm very open to communicating with people, and I'm okay with, uh, I'm okay with a wide variety of people. I don't, I'm not very prejudiced against any spiritual or lack thereof um, mentality or politic or anything like that. So at any rate, thank you very much for listening, and I hope to see you in the next episode of uh, this in the future.